more on a biblical example of Spirit-led praying. We do not cease to pray for you and ask that you may be filled with the knowledge of His will, being fruitful in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of God, strengthened with all might, according to His glorious power, for all patience and long-suffering with joy, giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in the light. That's Colossians chapter 1, verses 9, 10, and 12. Good morning, good morning. Today is the 26th day of December. It is Tuesday, and uh, currently 59 degrees and cloudy here in Stockbridge. It looks like just a high of 62 today and light rain expected during the day. Great day to stay in your pajamas and watch movies or something. Let's pray, and we'll get into our lesson. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for uh, just uh, the holiday, the the celebration, Lord, of of yesterday. And uh, we just pray that, uh, hope that everyone had a a good time with family, Lord. And uh, Lord, as we just kind of start, sort of get back into the swing of things this week, uh, just ask you to help us to, Let's get back on track and just appreciate uh, what you've done for us, Lord, that we wouldn't uh, lose the, the joy and the peace uh, that comes from uh, dwelling with you, Lord, and considering you and uh, celebrating you. And so, Lord, be with us right now as we get into this lesson. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, our... Uh, Text for today is Colossians chapter 1. We'll read that again. Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus, by the will of God, and Timothy our brother, to the saints and faithful brothers in Christ at Colossae, grace to you and peace from God our Father. We always thank God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, when we pray for you, since we heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and the love that you have for all the saints, because of, this, because of the hope laid up for you in heaven. Of this you have heard before the word of truth, the gospel, which has come to you, as indeed in the whole world, it is being fruitful and increasing, as it does among you since the day you heard it and understood the grace of God in truth, just as you learned it from Epaphras, our beloved fellow servant. He is a faithful minister of Christ on your behalf and has made known to us your love in the Spirit. And so from the day we heard, We have not ceased to pray for you, asking that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding, so as to walk in a manner worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing to him, bearing fruit in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of God, being strengthened with all power according to his glorious might, for all endurance and patience with joy, giving thanks to the Father who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of the saints in light. He has delivered us from the dominion of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved Son, in whom we now have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. For by him all things were created in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities. All things were created through him and for him. And he is before all things, and in him all things hold together. And he is the head of the body, the church. 
He is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in everything he might be preeminent. For in him all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell, and through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether on earth or in heaven, making peace by the blood of his cross. And you, who once were alienated and hostile in mind, doing evil deeds, was now reconciled in his body of flesh by his death, in order to present you you holy and blameless and above reproach before him, if indeed you continue in the faith, stable and steadfast, not shifting from the hope of the gospel that you heard, which has been proclaimed in all creation under heaven, and of which I, Paul, became a minister. Now I rejoice in my sufferings for your sake, and in my flesh I am filling up what is lacking in Christ's afflictions for the sake of his body, that is, the church, of which I became a minister according to the stewardship from God that was given to me for you to make the word of God fully known, the mystery hidden for ages and generations, but now revealed to his saints. To them God chose to make known how great among the Gentiles are the riches of the glory of this mystery, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Him we proclaim, warning everyone and teaching everyone with all wisdom, that we may present everyone mature in Christ. For this I toil, struggling with all his energy that he powerfully works within me. More on a biblical example of spirit-led praying. In our previous meditation, we began to examine a classic illustration of spirit-led praying. The basis, The basic request of this majestic prayer was to learn about and walk in the will of God. We do not cease to pray for you and ask that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding, that you may have a walk worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing him. Now we look at other issues in this biblical example of spirit-led praying. A significant aspect of the will of God involves fruitful laboring unto the Lord, being fruitful in every good work, The abounding grace of God is able to produce abundant ministry in our lives, and God is able to make all grace abound towards you, that you, always having having all sufficiency in all things, have an abundance for every good work. 2 Corinthians 9.8 The very core of God's will is next. Increasing in the knowledge of God, getting to know the Lord, is is the supreme issue of life. I also count all things lost for the excellence of, of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord, Philippians 3.8. The corollary prayer in Ephesians has this as a fundamental request, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, Ephesians 1.17. The key verse for our grace, <clears throat> grace devotional suggests the connection between God's grace and knowing him. Grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, 2 Peter 3.18. Another vital part of God's will for us is spiritual empowerment, strengthened with all might according to his glorious power, with the Lord of grace himself is our strength. There is no limit to what we can do. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, Philippians 4.13. Yet such divine power is often imparted for reasons other than we might imagine, for all patience and long-suffering with joy. The final aspect of God's will mentioned is gratitude giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in the light. Since all of these riches are God's grace, available through humble, trusting prayer, no wonder that the Lord concludes with a reminder about grateful hearts. Heavenly Father, we have a deep desire to be fruitful in service unto you. 
We have a strong yearning to know you more and more. We have a desperate need to be strengthened by you. We are overflowing with gratitude towards you. In humble faith, we cry out to you. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all today. You guys have an amazing day. God bless.